I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Hey, welcome into this edition of 48 Days Radio Show. We're going to have some fun today answering questions, as always. Got some good news, things to share. Hey, our business partners today are Fresh Books and Weebly. Be telling you more about both of them in a little bit here. Here's some of the questions we're going to be looking at today. Dan, should I wait for my husband to come around or pursue my dreams on my own? Ouch. Dan, how can I build my health coaching business at networking events with a different focus? How about this one? And we're going to be uh, expanding on this one a little bit, as you can tell from the opening and our quotation here in a minute. Dan, I've just discovered that my low self-esteem is my responsibility. Now, there's one we could park on all day. We'll deal with that, some of the effects of that, what you can do to change it. And then this one, I just hit mandatory retirement as a pastor, but I still need to work. What can I do? Well, I had a little fun with our opening there, as you can tell. We'll go back to that here with one of the questions. But our quotation today is from Maxwell Maltz. Now, some of you may recognize that name. He was the author of Psycho-Cybernetics years ago, a book that transformed the lives of a lot of people. But he said, low self-esteem is like driving through life with your handbrake on. Low self-esteem is like driving through life with your hand brake on. Well, what are you doing to remove the brake on your life if that, in fact, is something you're dealing with? Hey, I want to tell you about our business partners here, Fresh Books. You know I talk about that a lot. I want you to do yourself a huge favor. Stop digging through old papers from a year ago trying to figure out what you did back then. You know, I'm amazed sometimes how quickly I forget things. I mean, I'll have my bookkeeper come in and she says, what was this from two weeks ago where you guys went to, you know, Mexico, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I don't remember. That's why I like to keep up to date with things daily and using fresh books is a way to do that. So before you completely disappear under that abyss of paperwork, check out fresh books, cloud accounting software. Not only is it going to save you a ton of time and stress it might actually change the way you feel about dealing with your taxes. You know, when it's not a surprise, it's not as hard to deal with. Now, I pay a lot of taxes. I'm sure you do as well. But it's, it's not so painful when it doesn't just hit you out of the blue. I mean, I know at any given time pretty much exactly what I owe in taxes and try to keep on top of those things so that it doesn't come as a surprise on April 15th. Well, I want you to check out Fresh books, you can import expenses directly from your bank accounts, which means the next time you use that debit card for that meal, tank of gas, or new computer, boom, the purchase is recorded instantly in Fresh books. It's just ridiculously easy to use. God, I was talking to somebody yesterday and it came up and he says, No, that's because I use Fresh books. Well, Fresh books is offering a 30 day unrestricted free trial to 48 days listeners. 
To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. Again, that's just freshbooks.com slash 48 days. You'll see a welcome there. Well, here's some good news. Had this sent to me from uh, listener Jeff Slaughter. And this is a note that says there are now more job openings than there are people out of work. Now think about that. I mean, we always are, are disturbed by unemployment numbers. People who are unemployed, sure, it's a sad commentary. But now there are more job openings than there are people out of work. I mean, unemployment officially is at 3.8%. I mean, it's just historically low. According to the monthly job openings and labor turnover survey, there were just shy of 6.7 million open positions in April. That's the most recent month for which data is available. 6.7 million open positions in the United States for jobs. And that's far more openings than there are people who are unemployed. That's a pretty startling statistic. Jeff, appreciate you sending that along. Here's another one kind of based on um, something I shared a week or so ago. It comes from Gene, who says, after listening to last week's episode, um, I immediately, yeah, episode 615 from June 8th, I immediately felt the need to share with you another alternative education program that has grown out of the St. Louis, Missouri area. It's called Launch Code. It's launchcode.org. It's a 20-week program that teaches students to become programmers and coders. The cost is entirely free to the students. They just need to keep up with the course curriculum and attend classes two nights a week. Once they've graduated from the course, then they're paired with an internship at a local business that pays at least $15 per hour. And then they work closely with the existing programmers to get on the job experience. And that can last for several weeks or several months even. But at that time, they typically then get an offer to be hired by the company that provided their internship, or they're prepared then to seek employment elsewhere with their new skill set. I mean, that's pretty cool. Gene says, I know several people who have graduated from this program. A couple people who work for Launch Code as instructors. A food friend of mine has applied for the next class session. It's another exciting program that's a win-win for everyone. Last week, I talked about Mission University, where students go for a year. Uh, there's no accreditation. There's no tuition. You just go. But then when you get out, you've got marketable skills that companies are looking for. And then the college, Mission University, gets 15% of your income for the next three years. That's a cool setup. I love programs like that. We're going to be hearing a whole lot more about programs like that because our existing academic system is so broken. We've got to, whenever something is as broken as it obviously is, you know, over a trillion dollars in student loan debt, students coming out with pieces of paper, but no marketable skills that they can identify. I mean, that's a tragedy. Obviously, there are going to be people that are stepping into the gap there to fill the gap. Well, I want to talk to you about Weebly as well. I mean, this is an exciting opportunity that falls right in line here with you going to learn basic code so you get marketable skills. Well, if you've ever thought about quitting your job, doing your own thing, you're not crazy. You're like 82 million other very sane Americans who said they'd start their own business if they could. 
Weebly wants to see more of these people take that leap and turn their ideas into successful online businesses, so they made it easier to get started. First, by making it dead simple to create a good-looking website, but more importantly, by providing a bunch of tools that help you turn that website into a successful business. So let's say that you're an artist and you want to sell your stuff online. I mean, that's very, very common. We have a lot of artists in our community. With Weebly, you can build an online store that makes your products and your brand look incredible. Then easily manage inventory, collect payments, run promotions, even live chats with visitors on your site. Just yesterday, we had one of our Coaching Mastery online conference calls, and one of our coaches was saying that he'd like to add the disc profiles to his site, but he doesn't currently have a site that has any kind of e-commerce capability. I thought, oh my gosh, you need Weebly. It's so easy to set that up. So whether you're looking to create a side hustle or your dream job, Weebly can help you get your idea there. So again, this is to set up a beautiful website, but a whole lot more, how to solidly position you in business. So go to Weebly.com slash 48 days for 15% off your first purchase. That's Weebly.com slash 48 days. And there you're going to see a nice little cool welcome to the 48 days community. So check it out. Now, here's some good news things. And, and speaking of technology, I grabbed a couple items today that really have to do with technology and how it's helping to make our lives better. I love this kind of stuff. Listen to this. So they now have solar-powered weed-killing robots that are saving farmers billions of dollars on herbicides. Now, this is what usually happens. You know, currently farmers, they shell out large cash amounts for incredibly large amounts of herbicide that are indiscriminately sprayed over their crops. You know how that's done. Have you ever lived on a farm? I grew up in a farm where we used to hire the guy that would come in in a little airplane, you know, over the power lines and he'd drop down and spray the crops. I used to go out there and run, you know, because I thought it was so cool. Didn't know that I was running in a fog of pesticides, but they didn't talk about it in that way. It was just a cool kind of thing to fertilize our crops. Well, even today, usually when herbicides are put on or pesticides are put on, it just sprays over the entire crop. Now they've got these robot operated little machines that go down through fields and they simply identify through the use of cameras, a weed. And they put a very tiny amount of herbicide on that weed, not on the crops themselves. Now, some of you may be thinking organic, you don't even want that. Well, that's challenging to make that work, but what a... In, what an enormous change in this industry. I mean, there's $26 billion spent every year in the herbicide industry. And they're predicting that this could knock that down by like 90, 95%. So this four-wheeled solar-powered robot has about a 95% accuracy and a very selective spraying method that could reduce herbicide use, again, but dramatically well love to see that you can check it out they're testing it now but it's certainly already being in use and it's going to change how we use herbicides just broad-based over all the crops that we ultimately eat what a great move forward now here's another one this is the first ever 3d printed cornea that could restore vision for millions of people now obviously getting a cornea as from a donor is really difficult. It's like getting a lung. Everybody has two of them. So you have to have somebody healthy die with a healthy cornea before you get one. Well, now with experimentation, 
they've discovered they can actually produce a cornea with all the, the needed nutrients and stem cell components, whatever is all in there. They can produce it digitally using a low-cost 3D bioprinter. They successfully have made human corneas, and it takes less than 10 minutes to print. Now, this is one of those things. Again, a cornea transplant costs, I, I just checked, that was not in the note, but I just checked, it's between thirteen dollars and $27,000 typically to get a cornea transplant. Now, this new process uses a simple, low-cost 3D printer, can do produce in 10 minutes and just for a few dollars. Golly, technology is moving us forward in some really, really beneficial ways for sure. Well, hey, a couple more here. How about this? Suicide rates at Japanese train stations have plummeted by 84% thanks to a simple solution. You're not going to believe what the simple solution is. No, it's not ropes and bards and barricades. It's by using blue lighting. Now this, I'm somewhat familiar with this arena because we had a little boy, one of our sons years ago, who we discovered was really disturbed by fluorescent lighting, especially because of the flickering kind of effect. It was very disoriented for him. And so to try to sit in a classroom where you have fluorescent lights, there's no way in the world he was going to be able to learn. But being in a room with darkened walls and reduced light and then laying screens over the pages as he read them using blue, green, and red screens, it changed the way his brain processed the words. So I'm familiar with the the technology in that application, but here's what they did in these Japanese train stations where people would just throw themselves on the tracks. It was a common form of suicide. What they're doing is using blue colored lights. Although uh, Japanese Railways have always been attempting to stop train suicides throughout their metropolitan areas. I mean, the implementation, of course, is pretty tricky. And they were currently working toward their goal of installing preventive barricades in all 243 of their stations by 2023. But obviously, the barricades are expensive to construct. And many train stations lack the infrastructure to support the barricades. And if somebody wants to commit suicide in that environment, they'll go over or around a barricade anyway. So here's what they're doing. Stations are relying on the calming effects of blue light as a means of dissuading potential suicide victims. Uh, over the course of 10 years, the suicide rate at the stations plummeted by 84%. As blue lights are easier and less expensive to install than platform screen doors, they can be a cost-effective method for suicide prevention. I love the way that technology is allowing us to do things better like that. Well, hey, there's more, but I had one other one here that was just cute that I wanted to share, and then we'll jump into listener questions. Here, Here's, uh, there was a girl, Allison Kloss, couldn't find a date for her prom. She decided to do what any modern woman would do, buy a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito. Now, this is a 17-year-old who considered looking into other cardboard celebrity dates, but uh, they were all pretty expensive. So she was pleasantly surprised when she found there was a whole lot of DeVito cutouts on Amazon for under $100. So when the day of the dance arrived, Allison dressed her date in a tie and dress jacket. 
Then to ensure that he could properly escort her across the dance floor, she duct taped the cutout to a little scooter, which she pulled along beside her using a leash. Now, this whole setup requires somebody who has a pretty good self-esteem to be able to do this, to pull this off. So she took a cutout of Danny DeVito with her to the prom as her date. Well, they say the cutout was the hit of the party. And then she put up things on social media just to exaggerate the frivolity of this. She said making things work out with a human date can be so exhausting. Danny's not like that. He just goes with the flow. We never argue, never fight. Plus, he treats me the way a woman should be treated. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Allison's date night doesn't end just there. As news outlets shared her amusing prom photos and social media, they eventually reached the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the hit TV show on which DeVito stars. So they put together a cutout of Addison and had her standing on the set of the show, Patty's Cub. So then in an Instagram catch caption, um, the producer of the show said, Hey, Allison, I, want, I heard you took cardboard Danny to prom. What a coincidence. He took cardboard Allison to Patty's. And so here's a photo of Danny DeVito standing with a cutout of this young gal. Well, it's nice to see social media used in a way that really is humorous and uh, people having fun with it rather than disparaging other people. Well, just some good news there. I hope you are creating your own good news. Check it out. Week after week, we're going to have more here. If you got good news you want to send me, I'll certainly share those as well. All right, let's go into some questions here. Now, this was titled, What to Do When Husband Doesn't Agree for Seven Years Now. Hi, Dan. I've always wanted to be a teacher, leader, or be involved in education somehow, as well as entrepreneurship. One of my dreams is to start my own school education business. I have a master's degree in management and leadership already, but would love to get a master's in education. My husband does not agree. He's not a fan of the education system and going to college. He doesn't think I need it. Well, I don't think I need it either, but I want to have that background in education. Education is one of my highest values. He keeps saying not yet. What should I do? I found a good online program that costs less than $8,000. That's less than a third the cost of other schools. I'm the sole breadwinner for my household and don't think $8,000 would be too much of a strain on our budget. Plus, the longer I wait, the higher the cost of tuition. I'm tired of waiting and watching, wondering what it would be like to finally live my dream. Should I wait for my husband to come around or pursue my dreams? Thanks, Rachel. All right, Rachel, I'm going to just, you got a short note here, but it's got a lot of information in it. And I'm just going to jump on what you have already told me. You already have a master's degree in management and leadership. What possibly a value could be gained by having a master's in education? Certainly from an employer standpoint, it's not going to make any difference. I mean, if you have a, a Frankly, a master's in management and leadership sounds more impressive than a master's in education. It's just like a little bit more of the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time getting excited about this. If you didn't have any master's degree, yeah, that'd be one thing. You know, you have to remember there are two reasons for getting advanced degrees. One is so you get a piece of paper, so somebody will give you a job. Number two is for the personal growth that takes place. I'm a big fan of number two. 
I'm not a fan of number one. In this case, getting another degree, I don't think is going to change your employment opportunities at all. Zero, nada. Now, are you going to enjoy the process? Well, you enjoy education. Sure, there's some value in that. But when we look at the opportunity cost, not only is it the $8,000 in tuition, but it's also the time you spend doing that where you could do something else productively. But now here's where I really want to go with this, Rachel. You say that you, one of your dreams is to start your own school education business. I can't think of anything that getting a master's in education would do to enhance your ability to start your own school education business. There you're talking about business. What do you need to do to run a business? And if, I mean, I could see if you wanted to get an MBA, master's in business administration, or if you wanted to go through a short-term program, but really, I think you can take a couple seminars or workshops or just get, I mean, just start doing what you want to do. I'm not sure what's preventing you from starting your own school education business. Just go directly to that. Then complement your preparation with reading online courses, seminars, or workshops as you think they are needed to help you be a better business owner. But um, yeah, I'm I'm frankly going to agree with your husband. I'm, I'm not sure why it would have value other than you just having a good time. Um, and that's a pretty high price to pay. And also the time involved. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but if you want to start your own business, why wait? Just do that. Again, I, I'm, I, I don't think that getting a master's in education will increase your ability to start a business at all. So uh, I think you're chasing after two different rabbits here and decide what you want to do. If you just like the enjoyment of being in school, yeah, go enjoy it. But uh, if you really want to move toward your entrepreneurial dream, then go directly to that right now. All right. This comes from Lou, who says, I'm in the very early stages of running my health coaching business. Started it at the beginning of this year, and I've been going to networking events a couple times a month as a way to connect with others and aim to get potential clients or referrals and find other great professionals I can connect with and send my future clients to. I've noticed a lot of networking events around my city that are very industry specific, technology, architecture, real estate, etc., where they create them specifically for professionals in that industry. I'd like to attend networking events outside my industry, but is that generally frowned upon or would someone wonder why I'm there if I'm not in that industry? What would be a good way to respond if they ask? Thanks, Lou. Cal, you are in a perfect setup to go to these networking events and any of those that you want. You can go to networking events, technology, architecture, real estate, music, uh, construction. We can go on and on, you know, social media, podcasting. You can go to any of these. Here's what you want to do. This this is a really easy solution for you, Lou. As a coach, you're a health coach. You want to have a really clear value proposition statement. Now, what I do is I like to have people create a one sentence statement that has three components. I help blank, do, know, or understand blank, so they can blank. So here's what you can do. I help, let's say that you are at a real estate networking event 
And people ask, why are you there? I help real estate agents achieve their optimal health so they can serve their clients with extreme energy and vibrancy and thrive in their business and personal lives. Wow, how do you do that? I mean, it's a natural setup. And you're there because you help real estate agents do that. It's a natural setting for you. It could make it appear that that's your focus. So next week you go to an architecture networking event. Gee, what do you do, Lou? I help architects achieve their optimal health so they can serve their clients with extreme energy and vibrancy and thrive in their business and personal lives. Gee, you're here at a podcaster's event. Do you have a podcast? No. Why are you here? I help podcasters achieve their optimal health so they can serve their clients with extreme energy and vibrancy and thrive in their business and personal lives. I mean, that's how easy it is to make yourself a fitting candidate at any of these networking events. I love what you're doing. And I think you can knock it out of the park with your health coaching business because any industry needs what it is you have to offer. Do we know real estate agents who are depleted and overweight and short of breath? Yeah, you better believe it. Would it help them and their business to be in better health? Yes. Do we know people in other industries? Absolutely. So, hey, you can do that. Golly, that's a, that's a quick fix, easy way for you to be right on track, appropriately connecting at those networking conferences. Now, this comes from Graham, who said, I've spent the last decade wondering why 48 Days to the Work You Love was so challenging for me. I should have long since been on my way. I've come to real, now listen, this is really insightful. Graham, I appreciate you sharing this because this is a really insightful perspective. He says, I've come to realize that the reason I can't seem to complete step one, know thyself, is that I have to complete step zero, love thyself. I've known low and even negative self-esteem has been my biggest obstacle for many years now, but I never knew until several months ago, self-esteem was my responsibility. It was like a slap in the face. I've always heard or saw in media believe the secular view that others make or break our self-esteem. I realized I was never going to be successful with 48 days method if I couldn't even convince myself I was never going to be able to convince anyone else. I still have no idea what my why is or what my dream is, but if I'm going to visualize those things, I've got to love me first. In order to change that, I've got to do something different. Doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome is not working. You know, I'm going to interject here a little bit. You know, this is something that I hear people struggle with and they think, oh, that's greedy, that's self-serving, that's egotistical, it's selfish, you know, to love myself. What did Jesus teach as the greatest commandment? <sighs> love the Lord your God and then love your neighbor as yourself. What does, how, how do you flesh that out? Love your neighbor as yourself. If you think yourself is a bag of worms and no good, you're going to see everybody else as the same kind of thing. This is a very, very legitimate direction that you're on, Graham. All right, let me continue with his note. I've heard in prior 48 Days podcast, you're recommending to others that have written or in a slump to do physical exercise regularly, daily positive material, podcast or books. I already have a regular job, just committing to a regular physical exercise regimen would help me battle my passive self. Are there other techniques or mental exercises 
for improving self-esteem you would recommend? Are there any specific products, um, books, or podcasts you recommend helping me with my self-esteem? I'd appreciate any advice or techniques you can give. On your podcast, you always seem so directly knowledgeable or at least able to refer folks to the right resources. Uh, P.S. I heard uh, Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret when I was 24, but it didn't seem to have the same effect on me as it did when you were 13. I think I understand why now. You know, that's interesting. You know, when I look back at uh, myself as a 13-year-old farm kid, I mean, The Strangest Secret was so profound to me. We become what we think about it, and I just took it and ran with it. But I think you're onto something here. I need to go back and kind of uh, uh, dissect that for myself. Perhaps it did require a certain level of positive self-esteem on my part in order to be able to really act on that and move forward. That's an interesting perspective. I like that. Well, you're asking about resources. My goodness. Yes, we got some resources for you. Now, you hear me talk about the books that I want you to read that can directly affect this. Now, there are two that I'm going to recommend highly, and they are two of the five that I recommend that everybody reads before they hit 30 years old. Actually, I recommend they read them before they hit 15 years old. But the two of the books that I certainly want you to read, number one being The Magic of Thinking Big, the old classic by David Schwartz. Now in there, he talks about techniques you can do. Walk 25% faster. Be a front seater. When you walk into a room, go to the front of the room and sit there. Don't just slide in the back row. You know, look people directly in the eye. Remember their names. Smile big. You can't be defeated. You can't have low self-esteem if you're smiling big. I mean, those are the kind of things that are laid out in the little book, The Magic of Thinking Big. So that's certainly my number one. Number two is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Got a listener, or a, the listener comment on that here that I'm going to share with you in just a second. Yeah, read that. Now, other books that I've got, the other five, the other three I have in my top five are See You at the Top with Zig Ziglar, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, and Acres of Diamonds by Russell Conwell. You know, we've got our Acres of Diamonds cruise coming up in April of 2019. And it's going to be that whole principle of discovering the diamonds that are right in our own backyard, the assets we already have that can be developed into our own personal greatness. Well, there are other things. There is a Think Up app. Now, this is a free app, and I have it on my phone. I mean, you can put it in there and you can put in your own affirmations or whatever thoughts you want to be reminded of. And then it'll pop up at any given time when you want to tell it to, to pop up and remind you of that. Now here, I'm, I'm going to put my phone up to the mic and I'm going to just, just play one little clip that I've got in my think up app. I am so grateful for the good in my life. All right, now I'm going to just stop with that. Oh, those are the kind of things. Now, I, I've just been experimenting with it because I've been hearing people talk about it, but it's a free app. Think up, and you can put in your own affirmations like that to just come back again and again. Now, I played a clip right at the very opening of the show today. You probably heard that and remembered that and wondered what the heck I was doing. Uh, some of you are 
old enough to remember the Saturday Night Live skit, the fictional character was Stuart Smalley. Now, it's actually Al Franken, who you probably know from his political ventures in more recent years. Well, that, that kind of went up in smoke as well. But anyway, Stuart Smalley was his character But back from back in 1991. But this is the thing that really made that famous. So let me play that clip again. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Now, we made a lot of fun of that. And, and he was doing that at the time, the positive affirmation movement. He was making fun of it. But boy, with the things we tell ourselves are very, very important. They really are. So I encourage you, Graham. I think you're on the right track. And in just reaching out and wanting some techniques and tools, I mean, if you do these things that I've kind of laid out for you here, you can turn the corner on that. This really is an inner process. This is not something you have to wait on people around you to do to make you feel better. No, you can decide that you're going to improve your self-esteem and it'll open the door to other successes all along the way. Now, here's a note I got from David. And, and this is this is funny because he says, hello, Dan, I had to take a quick minute and share with you a humorous situation with my son. A few weeks ago, I began reading How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, a book I've heard you reference many times in your podcast. My son, who's 11 years old, became extremely excited about the book and begged me to give it to him so he could read it. I assured him that he could read it once I was finished with the book. His enthusiasm caught my attention for several days, and I finally asked him why he was so excited to read the book. His response, so I can get you and mom to do what I want you to do. We both laughed, and I continued to chuckle at his response when I think about it. thought I'd take a minute to share. Thanks for everything you do, David. Well, thanks for sending that in. That's a, a great response. You know, it, it, it kind of references the misdirection that sometimes people think they're going to get when they read that book, how to win friends and influence people. And they think, well, I'm going to be able to manipulate and con people and have them, you know, have a pretty girl. Well, anyway, I won't go there, <laughs> but you get my drift. No, it's not to manipulate people. It's to relate to people in a healthy way and to have positive relationships. Well, if you got questions, You've got success stories or things you want to share here. You know you can just shoot it to me directly at askdan at 48days.com. It's the easiest way to shoot it in. Uh, yes, if you want to be a, a guest on my podcast. You know, it's, it's kind of funny how many requests I get for that. Because as you know, it's very rare that I have a guest on here at all. And usually when I do, it's eight to 10 minutes. is something really specific that I want to share and have somebody who's an example of that. But I don't just routinely have guests on here where we just explore, you know, what's your journey? Because I just have chosen to keep the richness of your listener questions. I mean, that never ceases to amaze me. And I think um, gives us much more interesting fodder than just one more uh, book author who has a new book out. Now, I do that once in a while, and I love books, love authors who take the time and effort to make a book come to life, but uh, that's not what we do on this show in particular. So send your notes, your questions, so we can continue to share interesting content like this. Just shoot that to askdan at 48days.com. Now, this comes from Tim. And Tim says, Dan, I probably need a coach. 
In the Methodist church, we have a guaranteed appointment, so we never have to look for our next job. It's not that simple, but that's it in a nutshell. I retired in April of 2017. So a couple months ago, mandatory retirement age in our denomination after 50 years of being a pastor and missionary. I want and need to work several more years. The five churches I thought would hire me based on past relationships still have not had an opening that fits my needs or skills. I find I need some kind of position for fulfillment and income. I had assumed this would be easy since I enjoyed a good reputation in the area. Thanks, Tim. Well, man, I got some great ideas for you, Tim. You know, as a pastor and now retired, but still wanting to be in the game. There's so many opportunities. For one thing, I looked at your site. You've got a really great looking website and a really clear identification of what you offer in in coaching and consulting. So I think that's a legitimate transition for you. I, I also want you to check out my good friend and former pastor, Duke Matlock. Now, Duke is in my personal mastermind, so a very close friend. But uh, again, it's Duke, D-U-K-E, Matlock, M-A-T-L-O-C-K.com. He pastored for many years and then wanted something that would engage his talents beyond the multiple duties required of a pastor. And so he focuses on coaching and consulting for churches and with other pastors. But check it out. He's rocking it in that space has written a couple books now but his business has really exploded in the last two years of doing that now there's some other things i mean often and i've worked with lots of pastors over the years who either because of their own choosing or circumstances as you described tin need a new opportunity i mean i have in my office here you've probably heard me talk about that a beautiful beautiful painting done by a young guy who was a pastor thought that the most godly thing he could do was be a pastor. No, it was not a good move at all. And you can't force yourself to do something godly if it's not a fit for who you are, how God has created you. And for him, it was not. Today, he's this artist. So he does beautiful, beautiful paintings, nothing but music themes. They're very abstract and bold. He's increased his income four or five times over, but he's also increased his impact in terms of being able to minister to people effectively. That's a story for another day. But I meet a lot of people. I mean, last week on here, I had Jason Miles. Now, Jason was involved in ministry, working for a nonprofit, and then needed more income. I mean, they were struggling financially, and certainly most ministers are as well. But uh, he and his wife together discovered this process of having online doll clothing patterns. Now, you can do the math on some of the things. I mean, he, he shared in the little interview I did with him in last week's podcast that they're selling over 50,000 orders a month through Shopify. Well, they average $4.95, $5.95. I mean, if you just take 50,000 and multiply it by $5 as an average, uh, that's a pretty significant income. There's no physical product being delivered, no shipping cost. That's a pretty cool gig. And that has opened the door for him now to increase the ministry things that he and Cinnamon are doing internationally all around the world. I spoke with a couple, an older couple uh, last year when I spoke at a Amazon online sellers conference and spoke to him in the elevator, just a short conversation. I said, gee, what do you, what you used to do? Well, he was a former pastor, but retired. I said, what do you do now? We sell shoes. I said, really? 
you know, shoes? Will you go to garage sales? No, they buy discontinued lots of shoes. So brand new, but they understand arbitrage, which means you buy something low and sell it high. So they buy in lots where they may buy 200 pair and then they put them up on Amazon individually and sell them. And in doing so created a over $200,000 a year net income. I mean, more than four times what he'd ever earned as a pastor. And now they're retired and he's doing that. And of course, with a heart for service that allows them to do a lot of ministry and a lot of charitable giving as well. Uh, this week, I introduced in the 48 Days Eagles community, Kent Julian and Giovanna Ellison. Kent is Dean of Speaking. Giovanna Ellison as our new Dean of Coaching. They're people who have proven their expertise in those areas. Both came from ministry backgrounds. Kent was a youth pastor for years and years and years. Wanted to expand, again, his impact and his income. Moved into speaking professionally, which he does with excellence, but he also teaches other people as well. Matter of fact, he's got a conference coming up. It's uh, first, mm, firstpaidspeech.com slash 48 days. I think I've got that right. We'll give you more information about that. I'll be there, but uh, Kent came out of a ministry background and has just exploded in what he's doing. Giovanna is the wife of a pastor. They have seven different locations for their major church. And she's, as a pastor's wife, has positioned herself as a coach and is doing an amazing job. Now, you have the ability, Tim, to walk into any of those things that I just mentioned because you have background, much like everybody that I mentioned here. So, wow, I would encourage you, you know, explore options beyond just trying to get another position as pastor of a little tiny Methodist church. This may be your opportunity to move into something that's more profoundly impactful for people and more rewarding for you. I mean, be realistic about the skills that you have that you really want to continue using, that you want to perhaps maximize. When I work with pastors who are coming out of that and say, you know, get me out of this. This is not what I signed up for. What we typically do is look at the 20 or 25 things that were required of them as a pastor. And then we identify what are the two or three that really are your zone of genius. Nobody's good at 20 or 25 things and pastors typically are required to do all of those. If you really zero in on the two or three things that you do extremely well, I mean, I've taken people who are pastors and position them as sales reps for biblical products for Thomas Nelson where instead of having to do all the hand-holding and doing funerals and weddings and showing up at three o'clock because some of these teenagers didn't show up, didn't come home. Now all they do is position people to understand clearly the power of materials to lead people into God's word, you know, whatever, however we position that. But I, when I've done that over and over and over where in somebody going through a transition like that, it allows them, gives them the opportunity to perhaps for the first time in their life, really zero in on the two or three things they most enjoy. Well, let me uh, uh, circle around for a landing here. Uh, let's see. Well, let me do this. Hello, Dan. My name is Lucas. I'm part of the 48 Days Eagles community. And it's funny, he, he tagged this at the top. He says, I know you read your mail on Wednesday morning. So on Wednesday morning, he sent this in. And I, in fact, did read it about 10 minutes later because Wednesday morning is when I go to that magic mailbox 
askdan at 48days.com to read your emails. So my name is Lucas. I'm part of the 48 Days Eagles community. I've been listening to you for years as well as Dave Ramsey, Michael Hyatt, Andy Andrews, and other world changers. And I love being in the company of those, those guys. Love those guys dearly, all of them. Uh, Lucas says, I made up my mind. I don't know why it took me so long, but I love the opportunity of working with you. I need someone to guide me. I need someone who has already walked the path. I need someone who can see old things with new eyes. This guy is you. He puts it in all caps. I've known you for helping people to go from where they are to where they want to be. And I need you to help me transition from where I am to where I want to be. How can I do, what can I do to transfer my skills, talents, and passion to the marketplace to better serve other family, uh, my family and other people? I would love the opportunity of working with you. And then he gave me his personal information, Lucas. Lucas, man, I'm honored by your, your notes and your request. Uh, let me tell you what my best response is for that. I am readily available, but to a significant number of people. You say that you're part of the 48 Days Eagles community I mean, I love that you've taken the initiative to be part of that. I'm very engaged there and respond to things. But guess what? You not only get access to Dan Miller, you get access to a whole bunch of people like Kent Julian and Giovanna Ellison and a whole lot of other people who are very experienced, knowledgeable in the things that you that could help you. So you get a bonus instead of being trimmed down to just one dude named Dan, you get access to a whole bunch of mentors. I can't think of anything that would be better for you than that. Now, right now, as I speak, we're just ending five days to a raise challenge in an online group. We have uh, about 800 people that are in that group. And I've been very engaged with those people responding to a lot of personal questions this week. Of course, that's coming to an end by the time you're listening to this. But that's the kind of thing that we do often. We have our coaching mastery program. Those people I spend individual time with, as well as our weekly group Get, get togethers that we do, the online courses that we've got. We just passed, um, we now have over 100 coaches in that fairly new coaching mastery program. And that is a program where I work very closely with people individually. Then I have my Eaglepreneurs, which is the name that I have for my personal mastermind group. Um, those are people who can call me at 3 a.m. in the morning if they want to. Then there's the podcast. And with this, we get an opportunity to engage with a lot of people. I have a very active blog where I put new content up regularly. There are conferences I go to. My goodness, Joanne and I are going to be going to Kerry Oberbrenner's Igniting Souls Conference in Columbus, Ohio, October 26th through the 28th. I'll be at Kent Julian's Paid to Speak Conference in Atlanta in August. Uh, going to Podcast Movement in July. That's just a few weeks out. I'll be presenting there with my son, Kevin, who hosts the Ziggler podcast. We're doing a presentation together on the lasting impact of your audio message. Then I'll be speaking at Cliff Ravenscraft free the dream conference here in Franklin, Tennessee, September 7th and 9th. I mean, those are all places where I will be, where I'm readily available and where people can talk to me and pick my brain. Lucas, you can certainly do the same. And again, I'm honored by your request, but um, it would be impossible for me to do the things I just described if I simply engaged with one or two people and were available with them 
nonstop. I hope you understand that. hope that makes sense. And I want you to get not only what I have to offer, but what a whole lot of other really competent people with clear areas of expertise have to offer as well. And we can connect them with you in the these groups that I've mentioned, the 48 Days Eagles community being the primary one. If you aren't there yet, we got some fun things happening in there. And um, God, as a matter of fact, we're getting we're getting ready. We're going to close the doors to that for a while because of the robust group that we've got. So we can kind of slow down at least through the summer and really pay attention to what we're doing in there to bring other people into leadership positions. That's going to be happening. So check out 48dayseagles.com if you're not already a member. Well, I appreciate you being part of this awesome community where we can talk about these things that help us all move to higher levels of success. So we appreciate you being part of this group where we are, in fact, finding or creating work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Don't settle for less.